Perspective for Parents presents The Procrastination Posse. In this episode, The Back Down Bully. The Back Down Bully. This member of the Procrastination Posse is a jerk. I'd like to call him a few other names, but I want to keep this podcast family-friendly. The back-down bully is the absolute worst. He'll put you down, belittle you, insult you, call you names, all in an effort to break you down to the point where you will back down. And when he's successful, he knows that he can get you to believe that procrastination is your only option. This ruthless member of the posse is an intimidator who enjoys mocking us by pointing out all the little and big insecurities that we may have. And boy, does he know all of them. Every single one. He will use whatever name, whatever insult, whatever threat he can use to put you down or keep you down. The bully knows that if he can get you to feel bad enough about yourself, the chances of you starting, continuing, or completing something are slim to none. Now to point something out, this bully differs from the quality critic and that he really doesn't criticize your work. He criticizes you, all of you. He will use past negative experiences and people from your past who are highly critical of you. Maybe it was a parent, a sibling, a teacher, coach, or classmate that said some awful things to you in the past. The bully remembers all of these instances and uses them as ammunition to abuse you. Abuse you so that you will avoid any and all activities that require a bit of belief. A belief in yourself. Now, some people may call him their inner critic. And you can call him that, or whatever else you want. But I don't think the word critic is apt when you have heard some of the things this bully is willing to say in order to destroy your self-esteem. On to a few of the Back Down Bully's signature sayings. And on this part, I decided not to even create a silly, cartoonish voice for this guy, because the bully doesn't deserve that. But here are just a sampling of some of the things that he might say. He will call you stupid. He'll say that you're an idiot, that you're a loser. He'll tell you that no one likes you, that you are ugly, you are crazy, that you'll never accomplish anything. You'll end up alone. You are nothing. You will be nothing. Now, let's move away from his spiteful sayings and get into a few tricks that make the back-down bully such a controlling member of the posse. So this bully, he operates in the same way as any abuser would. He will try to control you with criticism, sabotage, blame, and anger. He will try to isolate you from the people who will be supportive and remind you of your immense value. You see, what he wants to do is he he wants to brainwash you into believing that you are worthless. He will overreact to small mistakes, laugh at you, and tell you that your mistakes are proof that you cannot and will not ever succeed. And his degrading deception is made worse by his use of the mean, the nasty, the cruel things that other people have said to you in the past. The back-down bully knows that the old saying that goes, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. 
Yeah, he knows that one's a lie. I don't know about you, but when I reflect on my life, it is the words that have hurt the most. In addition to using insults from the past, he will also recall and then recount your most embarrassing moments. When you think about doing something that even slightly resembles an embarrassing or failed effort from your past. For example, when you think about giving that presentation, he will remind you of that time in third grade when you forgot the words to your lines in the school play. When you think about asking someone out on a date, he'll say, don't you remember that time your crush laughed in your face? When you think about applying for your dream job, he will hearken back to the time in high school when you didn't make the team. The back down bully is a manipulator. He uses the past against you, predicts catastrophes for your future, and he will always spring into action when you are already feeling down. Okay, onwards and upwards. Let's now take a look at a few tactics to get the better of the back down bully. One technique that involves two parts, is getting to know the bully and then standing up to the bully. So that first part, getting to know. Now, this doesn't mean you have to get all buddy-buddy with him and believe his nonsense. Nope. Getting to know him means developing a better understanding of the themes of his tirades and the different situations where he is likely to spew his spite. By doing this, you will be able to identify what fear he is exposing and exploiting. You don't need to believe his vicious and vile words, but by finding a theme or pattern to his hostility, you may begin to better understand his malicious ways. While the bully may show up in many different ways in many different situations, he will usually appear when we are approaching something that contains a lot of personal fear around it. And once you have seen his patterns, you can then be better prepared to stand up to him. And here are some examples of how someone may stand up to their personal backdown bully. If he says that you are stupid because you didn't make the honor roll at school, remind yourself and him that there are actually nine types of intelligence, which many of them you are strong in. Those nine types of intelligence being naturalistic, musical, logical, mathematical, existential, interpersonal, bodily, kinesthetic, linguistic, intrapersonal, and spatial. And did you know, back down bully, that schools only test students on two of those nine? Hmm? Did you know that? All right, moving on. If he is focused on trying to convince you that no one likes you, remind yourself of and then reach out to the people who believe in you and who are supportive. If he tells you that you are a failure, recall a few of your past successes. And if he tells you that you are a fool for trying something new or difficult, remind him that you'd only be a fool if you didn't give it a shot. Now, there are times, many, many times, when you don't need to give the back down bully that much of your time or energy. Sometimes, the bully just wants to pick a fight for no reason whatsoever. And when this happens, you need to remember that you don't always need to engage with his rage. To make this point, I'm going to share a hypothetical situation. Okay, so say I'm walking down the street and someone I don't know who appears hostile and unwell. And imagine this person runs up on me and yells, Hey you, you're a loser and no one likes you. Okay, if that were to happen, I probably wouldn't stop what I was doing and say, Listen here, pal, that is 
patently false. I am not a loser. I'll have you know that I work hard at what I do, and I volunteer on the weekends. And you know what? I'm a pretty darn good cook. And I'm not finished. That thing that you said about no one liking me? Well, you just stay put, pal, because I'm going to get out my phone and call my mom and a few friends so that you can hear for yourself that they like me. In fact, they love me. Yeah, I'll be curious to hear what you say about that, chief. All right. So yeah, there are so many times when the best thing to say to the bully is some version of, cool story, bro. Uh, Take care, buddy. I've got somewhere to be. And then move on. A reason that the back down bully is such a consistent presence in the lives of so many is because of how difficult we find it to think of ourselves and talk about ourselves in a positive manner. Think about it. If I were to ask you to tell me what makes your child so amazing, you could probably go on and on in great depth and detail about what makes your child so wonderful. But if I were to ask you about what makes you an amazing person, well, most people would first be shocked by this indelicate and indecent question, and after that, begin stammering a bit, and then go on to spend a lot of time talking about their flaws and insecurities, and then maybe, and a big maybe, at the end, kind of sprinkle in a tiny bit of self-praise. In our society, we can incorrectly believe that talking positively about ourselves is impolite, as boastful, and possibly offensive. The back-down bully knows that we don't spend much time, and therefore we are uncomfortable talking about ourselves with a positive perspective. So a tactic to get the better of the back-down bully is to spend more time focusing on and talking about the positive of the person, the person known as you. This effort can then result in all of us being a bit more comfortable when talking about our own excellence. And get this, I'm actually going to share in the show notes a PDF of a positive self-talk activity that I use in schools when working with students. Please, please print this off and do it with your family. I really want to encourage you to put the bully in his place by putting personal positivity into practice. And to help make sense a bit of the activity, here's what I would read before giving out the handout. Okay, so I would say, we can often be our own worst critics. The voice in our head can be extremely harsh. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're ugly. You're going to fail. The things we tell ourselves matter a lot. All of these negative messages that we give ourselves impact our self-esteem. We really need to be kinder to ourselves. So today, we are going to begin the important task of reminding ourselves what makes us great. Because focusing on what we like about ourselves will help to boost our self-esteem. Here is a handout with 20 writing prompts that will help to get us thinking about and identifying what makes us awesome. All right, so that was the introduction. And to make a bit more sense of this activity, I'm going to share the 20 writing prompts. Okay, I'll go quick because the, the handout is in the show notes. All right, they are. I am really good at. I felt proud of myself recently when. I am loved by. P. 
people look up to me because I'm getting better at. The compliment I receive most is that I, I love myself because my favorite physical attribute is my, I'm a good friend because the characteristic that I admire most about myself is my friends would say that I'm a great, I'm an expert at this year I'm going to accomplish. I am grateful for, I've been successful at, I know I will graduate because I have a natural ability to, I believe in myself because I consider myself a great, and finally, I am strong because. All right, so those were the prompts. And the really cool thing was once everyone was finished, each and every one of us would stand up in front of the class and share with everyone what makes us so awesome. Again, please print this off and do it with your family. And now to close and to further make the point of the power of this tactic, I'm going to share a quote from the movie Coach Carter. I love that movie. And the quote was originally from Marianne Williamson. Okay, so here's the quote. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Up next, come get to know the next member of the Procrastination Posse, the Overwhelmed Ogre. 